Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network, a Below Deck podcast. Tonight, we cover episode 10 of season nine Below Deck titled The Smell of Sweet Desperation. In this week's episode, we blend up some more shellfish for our jaw-wired guest. Rachel bounces back from a rough start to the charter. Raina does, then doesn't accept an apology. And we've got a thruple update that leaves our beloved Frazier down and out. We'll go over who won and lost the episode, our question of the week, and then we finish out our life advice around wooing a coworker. Uh, we'd also like to get some more listener-submitted life advice here. Uh, we're two guys in our 30s, and if we think you can help in any way, email us at belowdeckpod at gmail.com, and we'll try to help. We'll read it on the show. Let's jump into the episode here. Sean, we continue with dinner, where Chelsea is back from yet another meltdown. Because we didn't get her blended shellfish at the same time as everyone else, um, Sean, that has to be the grossest thing I could ever think of, right? Uh, well, here's the thing, John, you can do like a, a biscuit chowder with shellfish, right? You know, yep. New England clam chowder, uh, lobster bisque, what have you. I don't actually is lobster shellfish. I'm not sure. R- regardless, I could trick my brain into thinking like even using a straw, I'm just having a cold soup. So this is fine. This is okay. John, John, that that Wagyu steak smoothie bothered me more. That's right. I, <laughs> I, know, I think Captain Lee said it was a waste of a Wagyu, right? Yeah. I just don't want to think about a steak in liquid form. I don't, right? Like, there's no, like, steak soup. I, I, I think one time I had to, like, I was trying to reheat steak, and I definitely put it in the microwave for, like, way too long. Mm. And it, like, did kind of, like, liquefy a little bit. Um, I didn't eat it with a straw or a fork. Um, I didn't eat it at all, but man, that it, it really is such a waste. John, you're going to get some hate mail from some steak connoisseurs for microwaving it, but I think it was like, I think it was like 16 and like my, or maybe even like my parents brought it back or something. Um, I do not microwave my steak anymore. now. <laughs> I, I I've done worse. I microwave pizza. So <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Um, so Sean, we, I think we have some issues here a little bit, and I think we're going to kind of marry the first dinner and the second dinner together, but Mm. you know, I think interior is having a little, they're having some hiccups here, right. Um, between the, between the, the first dinner and the second dinner, uh, I know there was a point there where, and I believe in the second dinner, Heather cuts her foot and nobody's able to run up dinner. Um, if you're a man down and you become a two man down, um, there's just not enough bodies to, to do what you need to do on this charter. Yeah. And Heather was having a hard time the second day. She we're like, we're going to talk Heather and Raina later in the episode, but you know, she was feeling upset that second day. She, you know, cut her foot before dinner. Even Captain Lee's like, yeah, you, you look disheveled. You're having a hard time. Uh, you know, they're slow, like bringing the food up. I mean, also like, you know, the first night, uh, what's Chelsea's husband's name? Hmm. I forget the guy, the guy, the only guy, the, the, the only guy on the charter. Yeah. The guy was just like, Hey, we don't want to be served food. If Chelsea's not getting served something as well. So yeah, you know, really the first criticism the interior has gotten so far this season that I can really like think of on, on hand. And like, kind of, kind of a tough charter for Heather. I mean, they got through it, but like, you know, the decorated help quite a bit. I think they did. I, I, I almost thought it would have been better to just take like Raina or take anyone off exterior and just put them in interior for one charter. That's probably not fair, but 
you know, especially with Eddie and his role, like he can kind of step down if need be into like more of that bosun role. Yeah. Um, but man, it was, it was a little tough to watch at some point. Um, I know Rachel actually had a pretty good episode here. So, you know, obviously she had a, a faux pas in the previous episode by, you know, not, not having everything for the, for Chelsea, but this one, I thought she really killed it. Um, she even thought it was really gross. Some of the things she was asked to liquefy. She, yeah, I don't know. Chelsea liked them. I think so. the first night Chelsea's like when she was like having that meltdown and she finally got her, her meal in the smooth in smoothie form. She's like, she's kind of like, yeah, it's not the same, but I mean, the second, like everything else, the second night and everything kind of killed it. I will tell you the, uh, I believe it was a like polenta and pear salad that uh, Rachel did. I would have the smoothie form of that. I would that's, too. That's I, not I t- would eat that in any form. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sean, there was there was uh, there was one point there, uh, and I think this was the night that Captain Lee was having dinner with them, where uh, Chelsea mentioned that they have to bring wire cutters, or maybe her husband mentioned they have to bring wire cutters <laughs> anywhere in yes. case she throws up. I will say I have a very strong stomach, but the thought of throwing up and having all the throw up like in my mouth made me so queasy. What it might the, have been the grossest thing. One of the best Captain Lee reactions ever. He's just like, <laughs> okay. And then like looks away. Like I don't, we don't need to elaborate more on that situation. Poor, poor Chelsea. I, you know, I don't care how rich you are. That sucks. Yeah. That, um, John, should we talk about the Asylum Disco and what that is? Yeah, so I don't know if I'm familiar with Asylum Disco. I think I've been to one. Um, When? I don't know, sometime out here in Denver, like before the pandemic. Oh, man. (laughs) So it's like they had a DJ and then I think there were two DJs. And depending on what color your headphones were, was like the DJ you were listening to. And you could change it back from like blue to green or green to blue so you could listen to different djs it was kind of cool um it looks really lame if <laughs> you're not part of the silent disco but <laughs> if you are part of it it's a cool concept yeah i was gonna say i think we forget as viewers like how drunk and potentially high everyone is like there's like there's the kind of like vacation on a boat high natural high yeah everyone's drunk i'm sure some people are doing a few other things too and like we forget that sometimes. So like I'm sure they were enjoying it, but like, isn't the whole fun like you're listening to the same music as everyone else and dancing to it? Like I Yeah, I mean that, that's kind of what they were doing now, right? They are yeah. they were all listening to the same music. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's it looks really lame if you're not part of the silent disco. I will say the uh the bonfire and tiki bar did look awesome. Oh man, it, it it did save the first night, so I thought I, it was actually like the high of the of that entire charter. Oh yeah, yeah. And someone explained to me online that it's probably like a music copyright thing too. Like, hey, if we're filming this, we can't be playing the music. So yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I guess hey, if you're having like if you're a bar or something, like you can get rid of uh, noise violations. Yeah. So maybe they're the wave of the future. I, I it, 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 it looks funny. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it's like a European thing, but hey, they got them in Denver. So, yeah. Uh, so, Sean, you know, I know there's a lot to go over here. Uh, I do want to talk about the docking in this mm. for this charter. Uh, that might be the most intense music I've heard in a while, below deck or not. Um, I really thought. I didn't think they were going to hit the dock, but the music made you think the worst was about to happen. Most intense music since Sailing Yacht where Glenn hit uh, the Glenn, he, he, he hit the dock. Yeah, right. He hit the dock, yeah. yeah. And most intense music since then. Um, yeah, so I do it. Like, I don't like driving in the car with like, where there's people in my back seats. It just yeah. does distract me. Kathleen at least got like eight, eight people in there while he's docking and i don't know like uh jake kind of killed it you know he gets an attaboy from captain during the uh, tip meeting but 
Yeah. Good. I mean, 30 mile per hour wins. Like we, we never, we're never actually sure how tough this stuff is. I mean, I'm taking Captain Lee's word for it. Yeah. But yeah. Get at him. I think one of the guests was asking, asking him about dolphins while he was ducking. Yeah. At the worst time ever. <laughs> he didn't get mad though. He's just like, don't let him see you sweat. And yep. You know what? Get on Captain Lee because Captain Sandy always does dramatic dockings on her seasons. That's true. That's he true. He never so, does. So no. He, well, he's so good at it. Yeah. But yeah, you, know, you know, sometimes you gotta, you know, he gets some theatrics and some pageantry this season and hell of a job. But yeah, Jake, and Jake I, killed it too. Yeah. I noticed Cap, it looks like Captain Lee's been a little bit more involved on on Twitter this season. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah. he's been involved before, but I feel like he's doing a little bit more interaction this season. Not sure. Mm-hmm. Not sure. Uh, you know, maybe he's just trying to get his cameo up. Um, but, he love hear, but love hearing from him. He he mentioned us. So, hey, we're moving up in the world. Captain Lee knows go. who we are. Yeah. Uh, that'd be, a, that'd be but, a dream guest, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sean, so you're right, though. This is a really solid charter for the crew. Uh, overall, you know, there was a little hiccup in the beginning, but... Uh, you know, Lee, Lee gives, you know, praise to just about everybody. Um, it was a 20 K tip. So there's only 10 of them. So they split it 2000 per person, which was a high on a per person basis, mainly because Jess is down. Yeah. That's huge. Oh, John, I know Heather somehow got, didn't get in trouble at all for sleeping in for the, for the, right before the guests left during breakfast, I guess perks of being a boss, right? Yeah. I mean, Wes, Wes, West made the coffee for the guests. They're like, well, this is way too strong. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got away with it. Um, you know what? And like, we're going to talk about Rena later. You got to give Rena this. Great attitude, like in the galley. Like, she loves helping Rachel. She does. And I, I don't know. Like she, whatever you think of Rena, I think she does get some hit on Twitter. She like cares about the boat and she does care about her job. So giving her flowers for that yeah i mean she you know she helped i believe she helped west too during breakfast and then eventually heather woke up but yeah yeah i think interior or exterior had a i don't think they had the hardest charter no you know the water sports were out but not like the whole time so was there a slide this episode there was a slide at one point they said they didn't make a big deal about it so yeah Yeah, now it's just all hat. Or it's old hat for them. <laughs> yeah. And he was right. Make them practice on off yeah. days. Yeah, there you go. So, Sean, do we want to go into our, you know, they obviously dropped the guests off. Nothing really happens. Um, do we, they, everyone just kind of like chills out that night, goes to bed. Do we want to talk about the day off? We do. John, one question, though. If you're them and you know you're you're in a day off the next day, would you want to go out the night before still too? I think these guys are pretty tired. I think yeah. you know. Plus, I think I know we haven't really gotten into like the next charter yet, but I remember when they were like midday of their day off, it was still like 48 hours to next charter. So they yeah. have like the next day off too. So I think they got days to spare. They don't have to party every night. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I get it. They, these people need like a full night's sleep. And, but then again, a lot of them are pretty young and they don't need that much sleep. So I, I I don't know. I go back and forth. I I like, I bet you, you could have convinced Jake to go out both nights. Absolutely. But I don't think he, I, you know what? I think there's a weird vibe. I think there's a weird vibe going on right now. Yeah. Right. And and we're going to talk about it, but let's start on the day off. So, um, Sean, this was a, this was a great day off. Actually. I, I, I really enjoyed a lot of this. Um, you know, they're, they're basically, so they start sailing on a catamaran. Um, are we, are we thinking we're going to see Wes on below deck sailing yacht? Because he seemed like he was in his home element there. And, you know, I like, Wes seems like a great guy. He he can hang with that last last season's cast. Mm-hmm. I 
I, I he's a great guy, but uh, you know, if he wants to do the street man role, uh, like I like Colin more than than Wes. Yeah, I I, no, like, that I, makes sense. I know we're not getting the same cast again, but I'm if Stealing Stealing got a standard now, and I don't know if I don't know if Wes is that standard. No, that makes sense. Um, that sounds mean. I like I like Wes, but yeah, I think he had a tough day in general. You know, I know it it was odd. He was calling Jess. Yeah, like I know he was maybe he was missing her. I mean, like you guys didn't do anything. You yeah. like hung out awkwardly. Talked about stars, and like she kissed you on the cheek. Good good night. Yeah, do, he's never gonna see Jess again. And no. Yeah, I, I I just don't think Bravo's building a season of sailing yacht around Wes. No, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> but you know, he had kind of an off day there. I get it. You don't want to booze, you know, every free day away. Um, but he's he's certainly not com- too comfortable around this full group. So um, you know, he takes the paddleboard out. Uh, you know, kind of has a, a an okay time. It seems like it's a shame too because I, I like Wes. I like this crew, but I, I don't think that they're long for each other. No, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I feel like he gets along with everyone individually, though. But yeah, yeah I, his day off, yeah. Uh, one of the one of the yeah, funniest things. Oh, sorry, John. I was about to say, just not picking up is tough too. Yeah, well, who knows? I mean, well, yeah, actually, the time zones aren't that messed up. The time zones aren't aren't yeah, all. Yeah, she's in Florida. Yeah, uh, John. I do think one of the funniest things about this day off was how much captain lee just enjoyed not being around anyone mm. captain lee was you know he, he's captain of the boat every day but he was definitely captain of the boat that day that's probably like so great like he can just do whatever he wants he's got the boat to himself he can wear whatever he wants yeah i get it it's like it's like when you're a kid and your parents go like everyone's out of the house for a day oh, yeah. plus yourself yeah I, yeah I used to cherish that I end up microwaving my steak when I'm a kid. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it was an interesting dynamic in this, in this episode though. So Rachel looks to be off the sauce here. Um, mm. You know, I know Eddie mentioned, you know, he didn't really like the way Rachel acted when she was drunk. Maybe Rachel saw that too and she didn't like it. So I, you know what, maybe she just didn't want to drink that day or maybe she's kind of just off the booze for a bit. Um, but she was ready to take a midday nap and, you know, Eddie was kind of doing the same thing. He had a couple drinks, but he was just kind of uh, chilling until his spider companion came along. Yeah, you know they're they're older and they're they're just focused. They're they're focused on the job. Respect, respect. I mean, I love I, I who was it? I think it was Rena said a few episodes ago that Eddie dresses like a girl dad. And every time <laughs> I see him, like on an off day, that's all I can think of yeah he's got just girl dad energy <laughs> where when they were on the catamaran wasn't he wearing like a uh a, a buff or whatever it was just telling everyone to get away from the sun yeah 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 <laughs> he really yeah i mean he's definitely the dad of the group so uh <laughs> shout he, out eddie yeah exactly Uh, Sean, let's not beat around the bush anymore. Let's get right into it. So Heather and Raina. Mm. Uh, so they obviously, they're continuing to have tension throughout this episode. However, at the beginning of this day off, Ra- uh, Heather asks Raina to, you know, uh, go up and just, just have a quick conversation. Uh, Raina initially hesitates and says, no, I don't have time, but they do talk. You know, Heather again apologizes for a second time. And what it looked like to me was Raina accepted an apology again. So, yes. uh, so Raina said, you know, I'm not quoting her, but what I took away from it was we're good. You know, I know that it wasn't, you meant no malice with it. Um, we can, we can continue to have a relationship and, you know, have a, have a fresh start, something of that effect. Right. Yeah. I think, um, like, you know, she apologized, you know, Heather apologizes, like, I'm not that person at all. I think Raina, Raina does go like, hey, you know, every time I try to get to know you, I don't feel a genuine connection. But she's also like, hey, I don't, I don't make you feel bad either. And maybe we, this can be like the start of something. 
Okay, got it. Like after apologizing, yeah. So, yeah, like Heather, Heather thinks she's good, right? Yeah, and and candidly, at that point in the episode, I was happy. I was like, all right, you know what? Maybe, maybe these two, yeah, I don't think they're going to be best friends, but maybe they can at least work together. And, um, you know, maybe this doesn't, maybe this isn't the main storyline for the rest of the season. Right. Um, however, uh, Raina, when they're on the, after, after a couple of drinks reveals to Frazier that she's not over it and she doesn't see any way for her and Heather to have any type of relationship or really work together. Um, she, calls heather fake that the that the uh, you know apology was fake um i think that this was kind of tough because you know to heather's face she said yeah we're good you know we can continue to work together things like that but she doesn't feel that way at all so you know sean i ask you, you know, is Raina being a little fake here yeah well, okay so i guess we should maybe bring up also earlier in the episode Heather like keeps trying to like talk to Raina and Raina's just being very dismissive. Raina's still mad about the uh the spaghetti where uh Heather just put her hand into the bowl. Yeah. Like who who cares? Who cares about that, Raina? That's not right. a big deal. Um and look, she's she has every right to be mad about the the N-word thing. And there is kind of a earlier in the episode, there's a weird moment between Heather and Rachel where Heather basically said the reason you know she was saying those rap lyrics or is repeating what Raina said was she's trying to kind of connect to Raina and like make make Raina like her a little more. I mean that that's a weird way to go about it. I don't like I don't know. Heather <laughs> I don't yeah like Heather doesn't isn't the most self-aware person. I think I would hope she would admit that too. But look that the night of when she said the N-word Heather did initially apologize. And right. she, she sort of thought like, oh, that was an apology and a, a promise to do better. I don't know if it was fully that because she was also like, oh, I didn't say that. And then basically then said, I'm sorry and went to bed. But I don't, look, I, I do take a little issue with Rena saying that Heather's apology is fake. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just seems real. It seems like a real apology. I, I think Rena doesn't like Heather. No. Right. I, I think that's it. I think if if Jake said the exact same thing, Rena wouldn't care. Or she would, but would have accepted his apology. Now that probably has a lot to do with the fact that her and Jake are friends or connected on a deeper level. And if you if there's already someone you if there's someone you already dislike, and then they say something like that i mean maybe it's over but i shot so i i think we're in agreement that reina is by no means obligated to accept heather's apology yeah or she like can, heather I, yeah. yeah or like heather the issue that we're running into here is reina is telling heather to her face we are okay i accept your apology and then behind her back saying she's fake I mean, that to me, Raina, I know you don't have the support system that you need right now, but yeah. this is, but I don't think that this is the way that you want to continue to act going forward because, you know, I know she went to Eddie and I know Eddie's getting a little burned for this. That yeah. She went to Eddie. Eddie didn't do anything about it. That's what at least the editing looks like. Um, I'm not saying that Raina's in the best spot because I don't think she has a support system, but mm. it's, it's, it's tough to it's tough for the viewer to watch you say everything's okay to Heather and then 10 minutes later say, oh, she's the worst, nothing, you know, I, I you know, she didn't mean that apology. Like you got it. I mean, I'm not gonna tell her what to do, but um I don't think that she's getting a I don't I don't know how much, you know, how much sympathy she's getting related to her current actions right i think definitely she had a she should get a ton of sympathy she's put in a really tough spot but her actions now aren't aren't really matching up with what she's saying yeah and like maybe maybe she's bad at expressing like the full extent of her emotions because i think she was she didn't really do that with eddie and that's why she's frustrated there but with heather i mean i don't like me 
maybe and maybe Raina thinks like, oh, Heather knows she's on TV and she's being like overly apologetic about it to make so she's like to so make people like her, to make the viewers like her. I don't know. She does seem like legit upset that it happened. And at this point, all Heather can do is, you know, apologize and promise to do better. And I think I think she is doing that. And yeah, it's, I don't know, Rena. I don't know. Like, just, just tell Heather, like, hey, that's fine. But like, we're never going to be that good of friends. Yeah. Because we don't really yeah. connect. And that's sort of it. So like, yeah. We can tolerate each other. We don't really work together. We're in different departments. Uh, we'll be, you know, civil to each other at work and everything. But that's that's kind of got to be it. But she's not doing that. She's no. telling Heather everything's okay, and then telling everyone else everything's not okay. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see how this develops in the next episodes. Uh, Sean. you want to get into a little thruple update yeah yeah whoa well so they the the this season on sort of lied to us with the editing it made you think there was an actual three-way i was convinced well sean the season yeah the season's not over so we got it's not over we got some time here i don't think those beds are meant to support three people um definitely not the top bunk but, uh, you know, Frazier, if we go back to the day off, Frazier and Jake are, they're getting comfortable on the stand-up paddleboard. You know, Frazier's laying out, Jake's laying there, they're like, hey, we got Rosé, we got a good time going here. Um, I think Frazier's feeling it, Jake's feeling it. And then, Raina get a, get a, a little jealous here? She's just kind of, she's chilling out, she's on the beach, and she gets on that paddleboard uh, and a little cock block. Oh, 100%. (laughs) 100%. She just just rains, no pun intended for Rena, but Rena just rains on Frazier's Parade uh, this entire episode. I (laughs) Only Jake can make a girl jealous and make her not think about her (laughs) Canadian boyfriend by flirting with a guy. When he him when Jake himself is not gay, or he doesn't identify as gay, uh, yeah, super super homoerotic, and that surfboard. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess it is interesting if you're trying to pursue someone who's who's bi, which I don't know if Jake I don't I don't know you know how exactly Jake you know identifies or anything like that. But if you're pursuing someone who's if you're pursuing someone who's bi, then like everyone's a threat right yeah I, <laughs> does, what so i think does jake just love attention yeah yeah i it? think so he yeah, I, think, I think jake's I, I think he probably likes attention i think he also is just having a good time i think probably him having a good time is more than he, he doesn't seem like a huge attention seeker because he, he seems very he seems genuine yeah uh, i think he's just always up for a good time Always have a good time, and guy likes to flirt. Just yes, that's that. Yeah. That's it too. Yeah. So, so yeah, like yeah, it was getting a little, little wild on that surfboard. I mean, you know, it was still PG and everything, but like you could tell some of something was going to happen later. Yeah, things were happening. And then, okay, as yeah, to we give it to the boat. I think on the cab ride, Jake mentions to Rena. And to Frazier, I believe, like, do you guys want to come in my bed and cuddle? Now, Rena's the first one to get in that bed. And, you know, Frazier, I think he's talking to Eddie and he's like, all right, I want to, you know, Rena keeps in- interfering. I want to get some alone time with Jake before bed. He walks yeah. in, sees Rena in there. They try to get, get him to join him by going, hey, we're watching Norbit. John, have you seen Norbit? I've never seen Norbit lead to a three-way. <laughs> I think that'd be the last movie to ever lead to a three-way. For those that know, this is the 2007 Eddie Murphy vehicle. He plays several several characters. 
Yeah. But uh, he plays yeah. he plays a large woman who's very mean. You know, it's, you know, I think Frazier needed to pull a move out of the Bachelor series and, uh, you know, ask for some one-on-one time. Yeah. You know? That's like, a bold move. Like, he was... He was on a he was on maybe not a group date, but he was on a two on one date. Or what mm. are they is that what they call them? The, those are two, the bachelor. Two on ones, yeah. Two on one where someone goes home, right? Yeah. Uh, so he was on a two on one date. And you know, you you gotta be more aggressive in that spot. Yeah. Like he should have been like, hey Jake, do you wanna uh, go outside and catch some air or have a cigarette? And yeah, rip some darts. I don't I don't see Jake say no to that. Yeah. But Frazier gets discouraged leaves doesn't watch norbit and jake and rana just have sex damn they were both naked yeah sean do you think this was the most man i want want to use the right term here do you think this was the most like sexual moment of below deck in the sense that like this is i feel like they showed a lot no sailing yacht uh, I was gonna say sailing yacht with Danny and Allie, but yeah, but weren't they just yeah? But they weren't naked; they were just like making out with each other, right? That's true. I think that like was just this, like, they, they <laughs> that were just, that was just like, that was just hotter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was hotter. We just we literally like we were watching them have have sex in this episode. Yeah, I they just I, like they just like bl- blurred out like Reyna's butt crack. That's it. Barely. We uh, cable TV, man. <laughs> Basically, no rules at this point. Yeah, yeah that was damn. Um, so, but John, do we? Is there going to be a three-way? I I don't know if that was just an editing trick. I thought I saw all three of them in bed hooking up at the same time. Maybe we'll have to go back. I mean, I don't know. I I, I would I would think. I would think Jake was into it. I would assume Rain is into it. I don't know if Frazier's into it. That's something to keep your eye on. But yeah, get into yeah, an episode. It, it seemed like, yeah, it seemed like Frazier wasn't really into it. Like he he wanted to he wanted to spend more time with Jake, right? Like yeah. he so we'll see how that develops, but I like that we're gonna be have to be doing uh thruple updates from here on out. Yeah. All the while this episode is Jake's talking to his fiance. And like, I want to make her my girlfriend. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be in a committed relationship with Jake. So <laughs> I'll I'll tell you. I was watching this episode, and if if you if this was the first time you've ever seen this below deck series, you would have no idea what's going on with Jake. He's almost hooking up with Frazier. He's hooking up with Reina, but he's also calling his fiance. This guy's all over the map. Yeah. <laughs> He's a yachty. Yeah. So uh so Sean, uh I think we're closing out this episode here. Any anything, any honorable mentions or any other topics before we uh go into who won and who lost the episode? No, I think that's pretty much it. I want to get all the food things, but no, oh uh, uh, Jake called himself the top geezer, which I know is like a like South African. British Australian term for guy. Okay. When we you know when we say geezer in America, we mean like an old person. I don't think anyone says yeah. it anymore. But I love how in the rest of the English speaking countries, geezer means like just dude. Oh, wow, all right. I like that. Geezers uh, and birds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I had uh one honorable mention. It was I saw Rachel. I, I couldn't tell. They showed like a shot of Rachel when they were at the like the island mm-hmm. and um it looks like she has a pretty intense like back tattoo like it, i couldn't tell if it was like her bathing suit or not but um we'd love to get the story on there uh you know i remember in curb a couple years ago you know larry was criticized for asking about a tattoo but you know the person said it's personal things like that so i don't know where i stand if i could be like hey what's going on with that tattoo but i, I would like i would love to know John, you and I can't ask about tattoos because we're not tattoo guys. Oh, okay. There's this, there's a special language between tattoo people where they, they can talk to each other about it. 
they go on for hours about their tattoos. It's I don't know where. Can I talk about like a henna tattoo I got one time? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I think we're too preppy looking. Maybe to, re- to really talk tattoos. What if I pull like a Pete Wentz and just say I got them all removed? Oh, <laughs> or not Pete Wentz. Pete, who's the guy? Pete, um, the guy who's dating Kim Kardashian. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. He like he like got a lot of his tattoos removed. He still has a ton, right? He still's yeah. But maybe him and I all have the same amount of tattoos one day. I like that. Pete Wentz is kind of like, yeah, the the mid two thousands Pete Davidson. Yeah, that's true. One yeah, way shorter, better at guitar. Yeah. <laughs> that was so. I like, uh, I like that. They're basically the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So, Sean, let's go into who won and who lost the episode. Who'd you have winning? Jake. Yeah, three things here. He successfully led the deck team in a pretty difficult docking. You know, top geezer. Uh, got an attaboy from Captain during the tip meeting. Everyone still loves him and wants to have sex with him. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's, the only, he's the first person on this budget to have sex. Well, him and Reyna are. They tie. Him and Reyna, yeah. But, um, but damn, go Jake. Yeah, actually, I think this was too strong of an episode for me to not pick it. So uh, I also have him winning the episode. What a, what a performance from this guy. He is giving you quality content week in, week out. Um, he's got a weird relationship with his fiance that's allowing him to essentially hook up with other people. Um, if that's what he's into, he's doing a great job of it. Um, if you know it sounds like him and Reyna I don't think they're going to become like a thing because I don't think you can tie can't tie Jake down so you know we'll see what happens but um I you know what I I just I wish I wish things work out with for Frazier man that guy's that guy's the best he really is Uh, yeah I I I I really hope there's a three-way later in the season (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah same uh, uh all right so who'd you have losing the episode uh wes like it was nice to see him sailing he knows what he's doing but the guy just doesn't seem to be having that much fun and it sucks uh just ignoring his call was tough too you know <laughs> like jess is a pretty girl but i don't know getting stood up by her seems tough and Look, maybe there'll be some chemistry with Heather's friend. Oh, yeah. One thing we didn't mention is Heather might be bringing on the third stew or the new third yeah. stew. Yeah, maybe. we'll see about that. I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's like quarantine rules or things like that. But... Yeah, that's a good question. Um, but like, regardless, if, you know, maybe, you know, Heather's friend looks, you know, good looking and everything. But, you know, Jake's going to be interested in her too. And Ice West is no game. So, yeah. I I don't see a lot of great things coming from West for the rest of the season. Nice guy, but I had to pick a loser, and that's who I went with. Who'd you Who would you go with, John? Uh, I went with the charter guest with the broom. Mm, nothing. Nothing happened there. <laughs> nothing. You can't you can't bring a broom on and then like not do something crazy. How did she not like jump off the third story into the water? With the broom between her legs, right? Chelsea got all the attention. I know. I know. Um, she did that I on know, purpose. I, so everyone filled yeah, up for her. Yeah, exactly. I think I had Chelsea lose in the last episode. So, but Chelsea was fine this one. Um, yeah. So, yeah, nothing for the broom girl. Don't even know her name. Yeah. Why'd you bring a broom? I mean, the broom's name was Sally, I thought. But yeah, but why'd you bring a broom? Like, you got it. You know, that's like, that's like bringing a football to the beach and not using it, <laughs> right? Like, or, you know, bringing a 12 pack to the beach and not drinking any beer. Disappointing day for, for broom girl. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right. So Sean, what do you got for uh, question of the week? So this is sort of a two-parter. Okay. Um, basically in honor of Chelsea, John, what do you think is the worst part about having your jaw wired shut? I know there's a lot of bad things, but what's the worst? 
And also, having said that, what would be your smoothie of choice during that period? Uh, uh, I don't think it would be Clams Casino. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, That's worse. So like, yeah, the clam cheddar, I could, I, you know, okay. The, the Clams Casino with the breadcrumbs makes it way grosser. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the worst thing, so personally for me, I feel like you couldn't really like work out for like a, you couldn't like work out at all during that time because you can't breathe out of your mouth right i mean yeah. yeah i just tried to do it you can't do it and i have a i have a crap nose my nose is terrible it i haven't been able to breathe out of it since the day i was born really so i think i like breathing would be tough for me let alone like trying to like work out or like go skiing or do something that takes like your breath away you, mm. you couldn't do that um you're right, because Chelsea doesn't do any of the water sports. No, I no, I think she just goes down the slide, but that's about it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, like you can't really like get your heart rate up. If you have a great nose, you can you can breathe through it, then maybe, but I I don't have that luxury. Uh and then my smoothie of choice would probably just be like um like I don't know, like protein, like vanilla bean protein powder, like, like to spinach, I guess. And then just like some fruits, like I, you know, at at that point, like, I don't think I'm trying to wow. Like Chelsea was trying to wow herself over this timeline. I don't think I would wow myself. I think I would probably drink, like, I'd probably have like three different smoothies that I take down in, in, you know, no specific order, but it'd probably just be a lot of like protein powder and like some some greens i guess mm. um but yeah i mean you got to keep eating a lot though or sucking down a lot yeah that's i mean that's what i would most people would probably do most people aren't gonna try to blend up some steak and make that a <laughs> no. meal yeah so john um great answer yeah the worst part for me like you can do this podcast yeah. no one's gonna want to yeah. hear me talk like that for 50 minutes <laughs> no disrespect to anyone that is it a jaw wired shot? But it's it's listen to that isn't isn't great. And <laughs> also, and Chelsea, I'm mad at them too. You just always look like you're not having fun, which she wasn't. But just having everyone like kind of staring at you, being like, "Oh man, why are you upset?" I I don't like that. So I, I don't like when people feel sorry for me. So yeah, that'd be the worst part for me. Uh, but dude, my my smoothie. I thought about this coffee flavored Greek yogurt because I like coffee flavored everything. Yep. Bananas and some milk, maybe a little bit of chocolate. Let's go there all day. Go. <laughs> yeah, you got the protein there. You're getting some sweets. Ah, that sounds yeah. good. Yeah, that's Food, yeah, all day. I mean, I think when I'm really lazy or like when I don't go shopping, I think I do have like two like protein shakes during the day, and that's like it for a while yeah john i know we mentioned the polenta and uh pear sound pretty good also like you could do a french toast shake i think they yeah, like made that for her too like, yeah like a cinnamon type thing yeah i mean that's that's not, that's I think you not terrible do, either i think you could do breakfast easily and i think you could probably do lunch if you're just like having like i don't know like a caprese salad or something like or wait is caprese the one with mozzarella the, the big like the mozzarella yeah the fresh mozzarella and the tomatoes oh, yeah no don't do that i was thinking maybe like a summer salad right you could do like mm-hmm. a summer salad with you know maybe a little bit of walnut a little bit of tangerine okay. you know okay um but then dinner i mean you're just like let's not get complicated here chelsea you know <laughs> like i'm not no i'm not not i'm not taking ground beef and putting it into a smoothie so maybe rachel should have won the episode for making chelsea happy with those smoothies Maybe. she said she liked that steak smoothie that sounds terrible yeah but i, she, I don't know what she did to it but <laughs> that's impressive yeah yeah maybe she shut up but um anyway uh so sean let's get into some life advice here love to so we got our guy calling in here hey guys i grew up with very little money and didn't do great in school I entered the workforce early and regardless of the job, I tried to get as many hours as possible because of my work ethic. I'm currently a 
production warehouse assistant manager for a fast growing company. Go you. Uh, so there's a girl at work who I've only talked to a couple times. She works for our marketing team. So unfortunately, she's hardly ever on the production floor. She's very attractive. And based on her job, I'm sure very intelligent. She's the type of girl I would want to one day marry. However, I'm afraid to talk to the girl because she seems like a girl who only wants to date guys who went to college. I'm proud of my job, but at any time I've tried to pursue a girl like this in the past, it never goes well. Any, any advice on how to go about this? I want her to hopefully see a different side of me and present myself like a guy she would normally date. Interesting one. Is dating, Sean, is dating, is dating someone who went to college a thing? Like I, only wanting to date somebody who went to college? Is that a thing? I, yeah, I think, I think our guys get like a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. And thinks it's because of that. I like, Jen, I don't know. Um, I bet if you look at like who people end up with in life, it is usually people that, you know, just like similar backgrounds, yeah. similar lo- levels of education. That probably like happens more often than not. But I like my, my main advice to this guy is like, look, you, it seems like you've got your shit together. So I don't think that you, the fact that you didn't go to college is going to be a deal breaker for most girls. I don't. I, Right. He, I don't know. He started working out of high school and he's a hard worker and seems like he's got a pretty good job. Uh, and yeah, I, I think it's a, this guy's just got a chip on his shoulder about it and like maybe didn't go well with a few other random girls. He hasn't talked to this girl really at all, though. Yeah, I was going to talk about this. Let's fact check this up a little bit. You've only talked to her a couple times, but yet she's the type of girl you marry. <laughs> like i'm just guessing this girl's just really good looking and this guy's yeah. romanticizing about what she could be you know let's let's keep our feet on the ground here um and you know i wouldn't worry that you didn't go to college like i i don't think she's too worried that you haven't you know drunkenly played enough madden 07 with your frat buddies on tuesday nights until 2 a.m like yeah let's get oh, i want i only want to date a guy who has that out of his system i think you know, maybe I think what you really mean is just this very successful guy. Um, mm. And I think, I think most women would rather date a guy who has a lot of confidence and is doing well for himself than a guy who specifically went to college. Um, and so to our guy here, I'd say, A, congratulations. It sounds like you, you know, it sounds like you didn't really have a lot going up and you, you've, you've made a career for yourself here. And I think you need to remember that you know, when you're talking to people, because that's going to show the confidence that you have. And I think that, you know, if you're proud of yourself and you have a lot of confidence, I think you can kind of, I think it changes the perception that people have of you and especially oh whether you went to college or not. Yeah. I Maybe he's like, he, he thinks he's coming across like Roy from the office. And by the way, Roy was dating Pam. So he's going fine, but like one, like, okay. You don't see her much because she works, you work in the production floor and I'm guessing she works somewhere else. Hopefully she doesn't work from home now, but, uh, you know, Hey, maybe, maybe her office is near the coffee machine and maybe you take a few trips up there during the day and kind of linger and yeah, you got to talk to her, find out more, like stop. You're already dismissing yourself way too early. Um, yeah. And like, I don't know. See what you have in common, basically. Because if you guys have nothing in common or no chemistry, then you're not going to want to date her either. Uh, but look, I mean, I don't, I don't know. People do have stereotypes about people because of their jobs. So maybe when you're talking to her, you bring up like a book you're reading. I know like that sounds lame. Yeah. <laughs> it probably works. Make it a novel. Don't make it like a, like, so, you know, it's even like more academic. Not like if you're telling her you're reading like the, I don't know, like the the CEO mindset or some weird like self-help book, she might roll her eyes, but like, <laughs> is it, is it, like, a, like a real novel. I don't know. Is it, um, there's like this Instagram that like 
follows like Le- the books that LeBron James brings to press conferences. And he's he like always on page one. Like every book he brings, he's on page one of the book. And it's just like, is LeBron doing that? He's like pretending to read books. Like just to maybe. like, maybe. and then like one time there was like, somebody asked him about, I don't remember if it was like Malcolm X or something like that. And he gave a very like generic answer just that he was like, a great man and stood for great things uh um, like while he was so, reading, like, reading his book yeah yeah well he was like any he, he like walked in and he was on like page one so <laughs> i just don't want our guy to like be in that situation you know maybe like read the spark notes of a book and then talk about a book like but like that but make it like a really academic one like pride and prejudice and stuff or something there you not, go not, that's uh, not a fun read man that not book's like, not a fun read. No, it's not. But like, that's even more academic. Where like, if he's reading like Tony Robbins or something, she might be like, "Oh, this guy's about to get really into like cryptocurrency or something." I don't like make it like re- real smart book. Uh, like, but uh, yeah, like John like John Taffert's book, <laughs> Raising the Bar. <laughs> yeah. I have a I have a hundred dollar Barnes and Noble gift card. So there you go. Uh, if I'll email our guy back if I find any good recommendations. Uh, yeah, so. But yeah, like, I think we both kind of agree. He's kind of talking himself out of it before he's even talked to her. And yeah. like, yeah, I do, the college thing, I don't know. I you seems like you're doing fine for yourself. So yeah. Uh, maybe like, maybe so it's like, like, I was gonna say, maybe it's like a weird like class, like growing up thing. But like no one cares about that when you're in your like late twenties or thirties. Yeah, I like, think we're past that. Um, I would hope so. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. So best for our guy here. Uh, I want the listeners to please, 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 please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you found us. Um, Sean, we were going real strong. We had a ton of five star reviews, um, and then uh, some stealth, some stealth non non five star reviews. So uh, we always we always want to do best by our listeners here so um if you want to reach out to us directly sean's at below deck sean and i'm at below deck john follow uh the overboard pod twitter at overboard underscore pod everyone thank you so much for all the support uh we got a great new year coming up coming for us so we're gonna we're gonna uh, kill the rest of the season and beyond but yeah thank you everyone bon voyage